Hey guys, Benji here, Gender is a Bitch, episode 8 or 9, I can't exactly remember, it's been a while, I'm really sorry, but just know I haven't forgotten about the podcast, this is what I want to do, I've just been dealing with a lot of family stuff, I think I mentioned it before, but I had grandparents pass, and my grandparents had just like a bunch of stuff, and like, it's just been a total mess, like having to go through everything and all that good stuff. So I've, I've also just needed some time for myself. I've, I've needed time away from the social media. I've said this before, I, I don't love social media. I'm using it now as a tool to connect with people, to create a brand, to try and preach this stuff about... Uh, gender fluidity, gender cross-dressing, that kind of stuff, uh, to educate people, to hopefully find people like me who can feel better about themselves, because I think a lot of times growing up, I just didn't really have a good resource to, to validate how I felt, so... Yeah, so this podcast is really, this episode is really like, candid I I have like a broad topic I want to talk about and that topic is a very complex one and it is being your true self because like what does that even mean because you could be influenced by something but if you're influenced by something isn't that you just being your true self because you've been influenced and you react so you're your true self and so it's just a complex thing but I think being back with family has inspired me to, to talk about this because I, I feel like I've changed a lot and I am much more of a different person and your family has kind of always known you as like who you were because you lived in their house for like 18 years and so they have an image of who you are. Um, and this is just kind of me speaking for myself. I don't want to like speak for all of you out there. I don't really know. Like I always say, everyone's different. Um, <laughs> but I, I had a weird encounter with an aunt of mine. Me and my girlfriend were seeing her and I had recently opened up to my aunt about my gender fluidity. Um, and she was fine with it. You know, we talked on the phone about it, and she was cool with it and stuff. And uh, she's like, what did your girlfriend say? And I was like, yeah, you know, she's, she totally is fine with it. She accepts it. And uh, so I saw her in person, and I was feeling comfortable around her. And she mentioned, you know, she had bought a jean miniskirt, and she had returned it. And then I was like, oh man, and I had happened to have a jean miniskirt with me. So I pulled it out to show her. I was like, oh, like I have one. And she was like a little like, and I was just like, she's like, that's yours. And I was like, yes. She was like, okay. And like, it was cool, you know. Um, and then later, you know, she's like drinking a little. So that may be a reason for this, but she kind of just started asking like these really like personal questions. Um, just like 
asking my girlfriend, you know, oh, are you getting the pleasure you, you want, you know, in the bedroom and stuff? And she's just kind of like, oh, I'm sorry, like, what? And she's like, oh, like, but before you guys, you know, do it, like, you take off all your makeup, right? And I was just like, what are you, like, talking about, you know? And it's weird because I just went along with these questions. Like, I answered them normally. Like, she had every right to ask these things. I just kind of went along with it. And then she's like, you're not a druggie, are you? Uh, because she had, she knew a gay couple in our small town that apparently they did a lot of drugs. So, you know, she did some simple math and concluded that, uh, me and my girlfriend must be druggies because I like uh, dressing how I want to dress. So, and it's weird because in the moment, it's like I rationalize all these questions. I'm like, this is okay. <laughs> this is acceptable. But then afterwards, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, would you ask anyone, like any other person about their sex life like that? It, it's this weird phenomenon where cis people, I guess, is the word you could use. Or just, I think even, like, I was rationalizing these questions. So I think even, you know, LGBTQ people may, like, they may, you know, help enable this kind of behavior where it's like, you feel like you can just ask these super personal things to someone because they're different. Because, oh, you're not a straight, normal relationship. I have the right to figure out what the hell is going on. It's like, no, you don't. Why does it freaking matter? Like, I just don't understand at all. Um, and I mean, maybe she thought, you know, we have a we have a close relationship. And she thought it was okay. And, and I guess I just kind of was like rationalizing it like that. But afterwards, I felt like really upset. I was just kind of like, what the hell, man? Like... It's like really uncomfortable and my girlfriend was kind of like yeah that was like really weird she just kind of bombarded us with these like really odd questions um and you know it's like that's kind of like on tv there's clips of like the ellen show a few years ago and she's asking like a transgender woman on in front of like everyone like so how do you tuck your penis and like I think there's a what's that uh Oprah there's an Oprah one where she does the same thing and it's like yo you're just asking people about their freaking genitalia like it's normal what if I just went up to to you and was like if I just asked a straight couple or like normal cis people who are deemed like the norm norm of society or whatever if I just was like so, like, how, like, how do you deal with your vagina? Like, it's just, like, that's totally inappropriate. So, it, it the same should be reciprocated for, for us, I guess, if, if you're listening, whoever's listening. Um, or, it should be reciprocated towards people of different identities if you're not of a different, if you're just, like, a cisgender person listening, just, like, be mindful of that stuff, because it, it's been normalized, like, in our society, like I said on Oprah, and so other things, so you don't think it's anything wrong, like, I don't think my aunt necessarily thought she was doing anything wrong, and maybe she's just, in general, like, a nosy person or something, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't know if anyone has similar stories where there was just like someone just felt like they had the right to ask completely inappropriate questions. Um, but yeah, then the thing is, I start like shaming myself. I'm like, why did I like answer? Like, I shouldn't have answered. And that's just like the, not the wrong path to take with something like that. Um, so, you know, I, I don't feel necessarily bad about it. It's a lesson learned. That was kind of the first time something that weird had happened. Um, but it's just something to remember. And I guess that's part of, to the main topic I wanted to talk about of being like your true self is like, I don't know, like, I guess being with family, I was able to just, my true self, I think, if I was observing that from the outside, I would have immediately been like, yo, what the fuck? Like, who is this asking these like messed up questions? You know, if I separated myself from the situation, didn't know either party, but knew you know, this was a cisgender person talking to, like, a LGBTQ person, or if it was just a person talking to another person, it's just weird to, one person asking another person these very, like, intimate, deep questions, it's, like, really weird, so if I separate myself, I think I realize immediately that that is, like, not okay, but in the moment, it's, like, I'm, I'm, like, conforming to just, like, oh, this is family, or whatever, like, oh, it's fine, like, you just, I just fall into these, like, patterns of, like, oh, yeah, this is normal behavior, and this is how I act, I'm, like, the person, I'll just answer your question, ho, 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 so, yeah, and then it's, it's so easy to shame yourself when you, you feel like you haven't acted as your true self, um, and I definitely do that, and it's something I'm learning, but, like, thinking even more, like, just other things too, just, just spending like a few days with my family, I start just, still recording, um, and so it is, it is like hard being your true self, and I think I've mentioned stuff like this before, it's just like working out, it's like, you can't just pick up that hundred pound weight immediately, you have to start out slow, so it's like your brain is kind of the same way. So being your authentic self, it takes conscious effort and unconscious, what I mean by that is you unconsciously behave in the way that you have always behaved, like you've been trained to, I guess, um, even if you don't like it, like I've noticed stuff about me where like I'll do something I don't necessarily enjoy that I know doesn't make me feel good but I've always done it and then I'm like oh my god like what the hell and it's just like I'm on autopilot and that's kind of like your unconscious thinking you're just on autopilot and it's just how you you naturally act we could say oh well isn't that your true self and that's that's what's weird is like not necessarily because you've been kind of like trained right so you need to like look into your own mind and think like, well, who am I truly and who do I want to be? And it's like my whole life, I kind of always had this voice in the back of my head where I, after school growing up or something, I'd think, I'd be like, why did I say that thing? Like, that's not who I am. Or I'd be like, why did I do that? Like, that's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. But then my, my unconscious body just like takes over and I'm just back doing what I've trained to do and like what people have told me I am, like, you're this, you're this, or whatever, um, 
So that the conscious effort is that you're aware of your actions and that is exhausting, dude. Oh my God. Like it's so fucking hard and like, it's not impossible though, but it's hard to just freaking like be self-aware all the time. (laughs) And I mean, that's not exactly what it is, but it's just making the conscious effort to, to be who you want to be and separating who you think you should be and who you've been told to be from who you truly want to be. And that's like really hard because you have like society's like, no. And then you have people like, remember when you did this? And then people are like, you're like this. And so it's like every angle, it's just like boom, 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 boom. So it's a lot going on. So if you're out there and you're trying to be your true self and you're going through something, don't, don't shame yourself and then don't shame yourself for shaming yourself if you do shame yourself because that shame is that unconscious behavior where you are automatically shaming yourself because we live in a society that trains you to shame yourself. And I'm speaking from like an American society viewpoint. So if you're from somewhere else, you maybe can relate to this because I mean, I'm sure it's, that's the same in other countries too, depending where you are, of course, but, like, you are trained to, like, feel ashamed, especially in, like, the religious upbringing, you know, I went to, like, church growing up and stuff like that, but it's, like, yeah, so, don't feel ashamed, and I don't like saying, don't feel this way, your feelings are totally valid, so I need to watch my terminology, so, so, let me just go through what I do, if I feel ashamed or something, and this is something I've been doing a lot recently, and this took me a long, this took me a lot of time. Um, It's something my therapist told me is that you can't discriminate against your emotions. And that's like a really crazy thing to realize because you want to be happy all the time. And I think society throws it in your face. They're like, be happy, be happy. Um, No, no sad, no frowning. Don't be sad here. And everyone's just like, why aren't I happy? And then you're angry because you're not happy. And you can't discriminate against your emotions. So what I've been doing is I start to think, like, what am I feeling? You know, if I feel uncomfortable, because sometimes, especially, I think, with men, you're not really trained to understand emotions outside of, like, anger um, and happiness or whatever. Um, It's different for everyone. But it's like I, I kind of think, like, why am I feeling? Like, what happened? And, and first I'll tell myself it's okay to be feeling this way. And that just, that <laughs> recently I've had a lot of times I've done this and it soothes me a lot just right off the bat because I'll be in my unconscious state of being like, God, why am I feeling like this? Like I should be feeling okay. And then I'm like, it's okay to feel this way. And then I'm like, Oh, okay. Like I don't feel great right now, but it, it's okay. I just, I'm just feeling this is just your human being. You have feelings. Can't discriminate against them. I'm just feeling I'm like, well, what happened? You know, what what is making me feel this way? And then I just think about um, when did I start feeling this way? What was it? And then I kind of analyze that thing that made me feel that way. And I think, what is this feeling I'm feeling? And like recently I was like, oh, I'm feeling like jealousy. I was like thinking, I can't even remember what, but I was like, oh, I'm feeling jealousy. I was like, this is jealousy. And I was like, huh, 
It's like, I'm jealous. That's weird. And it's like so interesting when you start to just let your emotions and your feelings be, and you start to recognize why do you have these emotions? And then you can start acting to, to better yourself in a way. Um, so, I don't know. I hope that makes sense. I mean, I'm pretty sure it makes sense. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so... I think I find with, like, my family is when I most fall into this, like, unconscious thinking. And it's just because I think I've been with them my whole life, uh, the two I've spent the majority of my life with. Um, and so it, it's easy to, like, look back and be like, God, like, I can't believe I did that. But it's it's kind of normal, so you got to give yourself a break. I don't want to tell you what to do. I don't like speaking like that. Like, you need to do this. You got to do this. But at some point, um, you know, it's hard. It's like working out. And we don't think about mental stuff like that. But that's really how it is. It's it's taken me a while to, to remember. Don't discriminate against your emotions. Because sometimes I'll feel upset for a while. And I'm kind of in, like, turmoil. I'm like, why do I feel this way? And then I remember. I'm like, oh, right. Don't discriminate against your emotions. Like, it's okay. You know, it's doing good. But, so, yeah. That's uh, kind of just what I wanted to talk about today. Um, if you can see, my hair is getting long enough. I can, like, put it in a bun and ponytail so that's pretty cool i'm liking the long hair i do need to get it trimmed at some point and that's a that's a one of those weird things where it's like i kind of don't want to go to the hairstylist but i have to <laughs> i need to and i don't know i want to like wear what i want but i also am like oh maybe not um <laughs> So, it's weird, and that's, like, true with a lot of stuff, like, I don't know if I want to wear something out, and I don't know if that's because I'm worried of what the other people are going to think, or if I genuinely just want to wear something else, so I'm still figuring that out, um, it's like the gender fluidity stuff, it's like, when do I actually want to dress as a guy, and when am I dressing as a guy to avoid uncomfortable situations, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with avoiding uncomfortable situations, uh, especially, you know, if maybe I don't feel safe or whatever, but at some point it, it sucks when maybe I'll be like, oh, let me just dress as a boy, and then I go somewhere, and I'm like, oh, I could have totally dressed like female, and it would have been totally okay, and I'm kind of like, oh, man. Um, so that's something I'm working on, but I don't even go out that often. It's like, oh, I'm going to go to the grocery store. I don't feel like doing makeup and shit to go to the grocery store. <laughs> so, and it's just like, <sighs> it's difficult, but I do have a lot of cute summer dresses I want to wear out that I did buy. And, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm planning on moving. I'm trying to move to Portugal. I know. Crazy. 
Um, I, I literally have started the visa. Well, technically, I had to do like an FBI background check. Um, and I'm hoping Portugal would be cool. I, I don't really know, like, they're supposed to be one of the most LGBTQ friendly countries in the world. But that's like on paper, um, you know, laws and stuff. So the culture could be, you know, different. But the thing is I'm moving to a big city. So I'm planning on going to like Lisbon. Okay, it's been 27 minutes. I think that's a good length for this episode. Um, my last ones were a little shorter. So give y'all one last view of the shirt. Watch But hopefully um, I'll post more pictures soon on like Instagram or something. Just because I haven't like dressed up and gone out uh, recently. I have dressed up and stuff, but I just haven't felt like taking pictures. I was at a point where I was dressing up just to like take pictures and it kind of was like ruining it I was like oh like I'm like doing this and like feel like I'm obligated to like do it for other people like take pictures whatever so that's another reason I just have been like taking a break it's just like I've just been doing stuff for me making sure I'm not like I don't know doing stuff for other people you know trying to be my real self but I do want to post stuff soon because I did get some cute uh, summer dresses and I haven't posted in a while on Instagram. Um, but yeah, um, I also have some other stuff I'm working on. I guess I'll talk about that next episode, but just a brief synopsis of that. If you're still listening to this podcast, I noticed a lot of people like stop listening. Uh, YouTube will like show me and the other platform where you just show me when people stop listening or the average person but um I'm trying to create an esports organization called all inclusive esports and so if you like video games um you know hit me up on Instagram I'm basically I'm creating a discord channel where we can talk where people who are it's all inclusive anyone who feels uncomfortable in the gaming world because gaming can be really toxic especially with like LGBTQ slur kind of language. Um, so I want to create like a safe space and this can be where LGBTQ gamers can like meet each other, play, and hopefully uh, using this platform I'm kind of a part of, uh, you can you can host tournaments and you can earn money uh, playing video games. So if you're good at video games, that sounds interesting. Um, it's also just a community uh, but all-inclusive esports. I'm making a Twitter for it. I'm trying to create something there, as well as my own personal YouTube brand kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening. Sorry for my sabbatical. I think it's the word where I was away. But um, I hope you enjoyed this video i'll hopefully have a youtube video that i mentioned coming soon i didn't tell you this but i did record it and stuff like i said but i don't like it so i think i'm gonna do it all over again even though i literally spent all day editing it and stuff but i just don't like it i think i can do it better um so uh, next week sometime hopefully i'll have that up and then i'll have more uh, so, yeah, thanks, uh, gender is a bitch.
signing off.